<laughs> Why? Ain't nothing in it but takeout food. <laughs> ain't even that. I just got mixers. <laughs> I got water and mixers in my fridge. This is yeah. how I'm uh-huh. living these days. Yeah. Uh, so uh-huh. man. Back to the real world. Yo, 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 <laughs> yo. Life. Whiskey Therapy Podcast. What's going on? Make sure I'm not showing my nose shining on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to my world. Make Team Bright Skin. Like, um, yeah, shining. I got to get some sun out here, man. My nose kind of shining. Yo, looking like Rudolph. Yo, Magic Man on the mic once again. Whiskey Therapy Podcast. I got Bane on the side of me. Yo, yo, AKA yo. AKA Gatekeeper, AKA yeah. Big Red. AKA don't AKA, start nothing, won't be nothing. AKA you soft. AKA you really gonna wear that today? <laughs> Summertime, baby. Sundresses and wedges. You know what I'm saying? Loose a- booty. AKA, <laughs> AKA, AKA, say, baby girl, I told you not to put no cheese on this. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. You probably should have wrote that shit down. Hey, man. Hey, man. One quick announcement. One quick announcement just so you guys are here and everybody knows. Officially, officially, No Socks has decided to step away from the podcast. So from here going forth, it's just gonna be me. And bang the gatekeeper on my left. We may bring mm-hmm. some some extra guests in from time to time. But I wanted to give a shout out and give a toast out to my man, No Socks, man. Everything he contributed. We're all still friends. Uh, I'm still going to chop it up with him this week. Yeah. It is what it yeah. is, man. He decided he wants to take a step away. So just wanted to give a, a shout out and in, in, in memoriam of him, just telling you on his on the podcast, uh, a little tribute. What I'm drinking on today is uh, Wild mm. Turkey. So oh. I have a lot of stuff in here. So I am oh. up and down and in between everything in my cup. I got some, Man. Yeah, I got some recovery, some some beta alanine. I got some wild turkey in here. Um, oh, you, fruit, got the, you got that orange you, juice. You got that next morning drink. Yeah, Topo Chico. This is uh, this yeah. This that'll get you whichever place you want to go after this. You go yeah, work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You go have another drink. Yeah, I'm up down and left and right, man. Take a nap. Whatever you want to do, it'll get you there. But yeah, old classic Wild Turkey One on One, man. Y'all mm-hmm. get into it. It's, it's a lot better for those of you that are intimidated a Wild Turkey One on One. Please don't be. And I urge you, if you are going to try Wild Turkey, I actually prefer the One on One to the Eighty One. So if you're going to try one, try Wild Turkey one-on-one if you need to. Cut it with ice. Mix it with something else if you like. I like drinking it straight. My man Sox drinks his with ice. Uh, it is what it is. It's summertime now. So mm-hmm. I will say I'm drinking a lot more things with ice. Yeah. Because it is it's too hot, hot to be drinking 100-proof whiskey Boy, <laughs> during the daytime. Yeah. Uh, what you on over there, man? And, and, and let y'all on that note, I'm going to tell everybody, don't invite me nowhere we got to sit outside. Oh, boy. I am not coming anywhere where I got to sit outside. <laughs> Letting y'all know right now. You can blame it on my bright skin, but I'm not coming. We'll talk about places on okay. my band list, too. Go ahead. Yeah, the ones that you say you ain't going back to, but you go back to anyways. Oh, I got stories. Oh, oh, I know. Uh, so what I'm <laughs> sipping on over here, great people out there listening to Whiskey Therapy, uh, sipping on this Crown Warrior Reserve today. You know, one of, one of, one of, my, one of my okay favorites. Not, not my favorite favorites, but you know I always keep a bottle. Since I am a crown drinker. And uh, I got a little peach tea in there this morning with it. Okay. You know, a little something to start the day off hey, right. man, keep it light, man. Keep it light. It's just, you like know, I said, it's, it's early. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen after this. So. We do not know. Um, that is very scary for the rest of us. No, no, no. We yeah. cool. We old men. We don't do nothing like we used to do before. No, I know that. All we going to do is eat and probably drink some more. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, eat, drink <laughs> some more. It's, Maybe it's, smoke uh, a cigar and call it that, a day. That's it. That's all we're going to get into today. Yeah. Um I don't want to go on that rant right now. No more of those on. rumblings. I was going to go on my rant about other places that I'm adding to the list. Um, well, talk to me, man. Because you know me. Now, I, don't, I want the places that you're really not going back to, not the ones that, like, well, you know. Well, it's it's hard for me. This is like, uh, you know, a person trying to lose weight, getting rid of coffee or getting rid of sugar, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know you need to. You know it ain't good for you. You shouldn't have right. that much in your diet. You need to get rid of but it. But you enjoy shit, it so man. much. You enjoy it so much. And I, I would say I, I, part of me is getting to a place where, I'm enjoying it less, so it's easier for me to to, to cut ties mm-hmm. with it. But we have the conversation about fifty fifteen, and they start to randomly start check people at the door and all that other stuff. So that's one place. But it was one day I was out. 
uh, with the brunch crew, and we just moving around. And every place I hit had coach at. Mm. Every single place. Wow. We talk about fifty fifteen urban social, the old spot. Um, it was somewhere else I went to that had a coat check. That was just like, really, man. Like I, I we talked about it before. I just I, I like hanging out with my people. I love the environment. I love the music. I love you know. I love beautiful people out doing and having a good time and all that stuff. But I said, if, if you got a valet in there and pay a lot for parking, or there's no parking around, or um, mm-hmm. you get coat checked at the door. And it's like, look, man, I can go anywhere else in the city that's not this and not have this issue. Yeah. Um, so I, I just I, I don't like like I said, I don't like being treated like a criminal somewhere where I'm going to spend money. Um, and so with that and then getting inside now, it's less enjoyable, I guess, because everybody outside and kind of the moods change. I, I, I really, the enjoyment's not even there for me anymore. Right. Right. So so it so it actually messes with your mood. Yeah. It's not just it's not just the action. Of of not being able to park or the coat check, it's the fact that that actually affects your mood once you get inside of the place. Yeah, that's so many you really barriers. no longer want to be there because you're not having a good time like you normally would have. A it's good time. so many barriers, and then you get all the barriers before you get in, even see if you're gonna like it or not, right? Yeah. Before you get your first drink, you got all these barriers. So if I, yeah. unless I valet for twenty for if they see my my vehicle, sixty bucks. If I don't valet it in, then I got to park a block or two away, so yeah. I got to walk in the heat to get there. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to smoke a stick or something and relax. Then I got coat check at the door, and then I get in, and I may have to wait in line if I'm going to a place where they don't know me. It's like all this barrier, and then to get yeah. my first drink, and like, oh, with a DJ trash tonight. So now my yeah. mood's gone. Yeah, now so, I don't even want to so be now, here. Yeah, now you don't even want to drink. You're yeah. already in a bad mood, and then, yeah. all, then all you need is somebody to step out of line, and you're already not happy. Which happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's ultra-friendly people out there. It was, man, it was an old guy. That I, I swear when I was there, he was, he was going he was trying to cross just that line pushing, with me. Just, he just was trying to push buttons. But it's just weird. It's like he was around people. He was drunk, and he was, like, being ultra-friendly. Like every time a song came on, he wanted to talk to me about it. I said, bro, I'm not. Yeah. You see me over in the corner by myself. I'm trying to smoke yeah. this stick, get on home, put my feet up, and I ain't got no issues. Bro, just stop talking to me, man. Mm. Um, and why, why do people get offended about that? When you tell somebody, hey, don't talk to me. Like that night when that chick was trying to tell uh, us uh, all oh, her homeboy business. Oh, I remember that story. So, so she for, wouldn't shut so up. So for the, for the world out there, <laughs> so we out. Having a cigar, sitting on the patio after dark, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's a lonely chick sitting at a table next to us. And we all know she's lonely. Mm. And she's we feel it coming. keeps trying to talk to us, but we, we don't want to it. talk to her. We feel it coming. So then she starts talking to us, trying to tell us all her best friend business, <sighs> who went inside to get a drink. Yeah. So we just stop her, like, hold on, time out. We don't want to know your friend business. You shouldn't be telling this business anyway. Mm-hmm. We mind our business at this table. You keep all that shit over there. Yeah. Nobody over here wants to talk to you. Yeah. And, and she was offended. And it's like, look, we don't we don't gossip. We don't want to hear that shit. Mm-mm. You know, if you're out and somebody does not want to be bothered with you and they just tell you, hey, look, I don't want to talk to you, then that means they don't want to talk to you. Plain yeah. and simple. It don't, it ain't, it's not right, wrong, indifferent. It don't mean you're good. It don't mean you're bad. It just means they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to be bothered with you. Yeah. So let them be. Yeah. And, and y'all, y'all got to have better reactions to stuff to being told no, too. I'm, I'm noticing that well. And I'm speaking specifically. This happened with one young lady. We don't have to deal with 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 women doing this as much as we have to do with men doing this. That was one. Look, I could tell she was on some other shit. She was drunk. She ended up trying to make up for it. Yeah, she later. all around the yeah. drinks and stuff like that. But she kept talking. So we were still like, yeah, you need to you need to burn. But mostly it's dudes. And so I'm going to tell you, dudes, again, once again, if somebody tells you they don't want to talk to you, especially women, if they tell you they don't want to talk to you, they don't want to get a number, they don't want no friends, y'all got to learn how to deal with this better, man. Take it on the chin and walk off. And if you're a sensitive dude, you probably shouldn't be out talking to women in public. If you think your boy's going to clown mm-hmm. you or you're doing it as an ego thing or whatever it is, 
one, I, I just don't think you should – I got another conversation for that. I just I, – I think there was something that missed uh, – that's something that missed when your parents should have dropped you a little bit more when you was a kid, but um, I'm not going to pass that. It's ego, man. It's, it's, all it is is ego. It's a lot of ego. And, and sometimes, you know, people always take it personal when you tell them no. Yeah. But that don't mean it's always got something to do with them. Mm-mm. Sometimes the time is just not right. Sometimes yeah. they just don't want to deal with whatever it is that you may possibly be bringing to the table. Yeah. You know, sometimes a, a guy or a girl are just out with their friends because they just want to be out with their friends. Yeah. They're not trying to talk to nobody. They ain't mm-hmm. trying to be hugged up under nobody. Yeah. You know, they're not trying to, to buy somebody a drink and then they won't get off them up under them all night long. It's like I, sometimes people just do not want to be bothered. Yeah. And you have to understand that it don't always have to do with you as an individual. No, no, I understand too, man. There's some people out here that just, yeah, they just don't want to be home, right? They just don't want to be home yet. Maybe they got a long drive. Maybe they had a long day at work and they won't wait out, wait out traffic. Maybe they just got tired of watching Netflix all day and they just want to yeah, go. And sit they just want to get out for a hot minute, get a drink, mind their business, read a book. You know, we got to do a better job of leaving people alone. Like I understand, hey, you out here, you want to meet somebody, and we've been on quarantine and all that stuff. But you know, sometimes you got to take a cue when people are minding their own business to leave alone. And I don't know. Which one of us she thought was friendly at the table enough to where she wanted to start divulging Oh, I know who. She thought Joker was friendly. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about six. I was on the other side of the table. Was. <laughs> it wasn't us. I know who it was. Shout out to my big brother Joker. He got yeah. a friendly face. Yeah, that friendly guy there. He uh, got a friendly face. Yeah, so I just I, – I, so, back, so back to Rizzo. Yeah, man. Uh, who was it? Chapman and Kirby had, had coach check at the door too, which terrible coach check, just FYI. Um yeah, man, just made it less enjoyable having to go through all those barriers. I guess I'm the, I'm, a, I'm the honorary old man now. I'm going to get off my mm-hmm. lawn guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's what we all want to be in life, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get off my lawn guy. Because uh, you got to be at a certain place in your life to be to get off my lawn guy. You do. You do. you got to be comfortable with your space. You do. I was even with your brother and having that conversation, too, you know, about – the, the the things that we do to make our lives more difficult, right? Like a lot of that's within our power, mm-hmm. right? And you know the conversation that he has every time that we're with him, right? And we had that yeah. conversation. And I was like, look, man, you ain't supposed to be here right now. Mm-hmm. Like right here where we are doing what we do, you ain't supposed to be here, yeah, right? And a lot of us ain't supposed to be here. Like if mm-hmm. any one of the decisions we made over over the going on 40 yeah. and over if, 40 if years. If turned the opposite way, turned, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. Like – a long time ago, we wouldn't have yeah, been Yeah, that, that alternate timeline. Yeah. We were going to Loki. Yeah, that, that, Loki? Oh, that, yeah, let's go yeah, that alternate timeline yeah, yeah, yeah. would be way, yeah, yeah, way yeah, different yeah. Yeah, look. than what it is right now. Look, there's a lot of variants out yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> a whole lot of them. There's <laughs> a lot of variants. Yeah. And the world ends in every single one of them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're getting to Loki after that, too, because that, that, that makes sense as well. Uh, yeah. Just talking about variants in your life. Just think about, you know, just, just wake up in the morning sometime and just sit out and have some quiet and just think about all the directions your life could have been if that decision mm-hmm. was the one that turned it or this decision was the one that turned it. Yeah. Uh, or or if you know, sometimes we make decisions and then once we make those decisions, people understand once you make those decisions, sometimes you've placed your life in the hands of somebody else. Yeah. Or you've placed your job in the hands of somebody else. Mm. So sometimes we make decisions and it's like, oh shit, I just made a decision now. I don't have control of the outcome. Yeah. And if that's a good point. those outcomes would have been different, think about where your life would have been. Yeah, that's a good point. Just because not only did you make a bad decision, but now you left your life up to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people never think about that. A lot of people only think about the decisions that they make. Yeah. Think about if somebody that, that whoever they were, that, that job you was working at, or, or that judge, or that lawyer, or that cop that pulled you over. Just think mm-hmm. about if they were just having a bad day. Yeah. And you ended up on the short end of the fucking stick. Yes. For no reason at all other than the fact that they didn't get none last night. 
Or other than the fact they found out their husband and wife were cheating and then they still had to go to work and deal with this bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can end up with the short end of the stick just because you put yourself in a bad situation. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, they don't think about that. You know, it's, it's been it's, a few of those. Man, this is, I think about that kind of shit all the time. Yeah, it's a few of those. I actually think about that a lot. Uh, I started thinking about that a little bit more. And actually, it was related to, you know, um, driving angrily, right? Those, um, mm-hmm. that issue is just people cutting you off and passing by you and all that stuff. And I started to change. You know, I had the incident, you know, a few years ago where, where you know, I, I had put my pistol on a couple of dudes mm-hmm. that got out and walked up to my window. Um, and it was a decent time, but it just, it was something in their ego, something that, that, yeah, that keyed them off. Make them think they're untouchable. But that situation is a situation that my life would have went completely left. Yeah, it had been a whole, whole different world. It had to happen. So I'll tell you guys, you gonna, I don't know if I told this story in here. So I'm on uh, Sage. I'm by the Galleria, and I'm going from Richmond to, to Westheimer on Sage. And Sage has this little curve. After you turn by the Galleria, there's a little curve with a streets curve. Well, I'm curving. I'm in uh, one of my F-150s at the time. And, uh, you know, I had, you know, I had my concealed carry license for years. So I actually have it uh, on me. And I actually had it on the little truck console as I'm driving. And I'm I'm going around the curve. But the dude in the right hand didn't curve. He wanted to go straight. So mm-hmm. he almost hit my truck. So I just hit the horn a little bit. You know, like, hey, remind like, hey, this is Swerve Lane. So I get up to the light. He and I get to the light. And this is not too late. I mean, it's maybe 10, 1030. So it's not a lot of traffic on Westheimer by the Galleria. Um, and my window's down because I'm listening to music. The wind's blowing. It's a decent night outside, maybe about 75 degrees. Good night. I'm cruising, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm on Westheimer and Sage, yeah, I'm, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. over. I'm, I'm I know good. what you're doing. I'm yeah. headed. I'm headed yeah. somewhere. I don't know where it was. I don't remember, but I was headed yeah, somewhere. somewhere. Having a good night, man. Listen to, you know, listen to some R&B or something like that. And um, yes, you could tell, dude, when I blew the horn, I heard him purposely hit the gas. I heard a rev, and he was trying to catch up to my window. Yeah. Get to the light. It's two dudes driving the passenger. So the driver saying something to me, and I just said, hey, dude, the lane swerved. You was in my lane. I blew at you, and that's all it was, right? But I'm paying attention to him. So it wasn't the driver that was pissed. What happened was the passenger mm. got out and decided he wanted to do something. So mind you, I'm at the light. My hand's on my gun on the console. These guys come up to the right side, the passenger side of the window. He gets out. The passenger gets out, walks around the vehicle, and walks up to my car. And as he does, he has a hoodie on, and he puts his hands in his pockets. As soon as, soon as he gets to the window, pistols up, and I'm, I'm low. Hey, get your hands out your pocket. I don't care what you say to me. Get your hands out your pocket, and we can have this conversation. He kept talking. He kept his hands in his pocket. I say, hey, man, look, if you think, you know, this showdown at the OK Corral, mine is already aimed at your head. Yeah. You, you ain't going to be able to get to yours for, for this shot go off. So just get your hands out my pocket, and let's have a conversation. I don't deal with that. You coming up to my car, and you no. thinking you could do whatever you want to do. No. Because I'm, I'm not going to be that person. Uh, and so we talked for about about two minutes or so, and then you know, he backed up. He took his hands out of his pockets. He got in the vehicle, and then the driver was like, oh, we going to call the police? I was like, shit, I'll wait. Yeah. You can call him. i stay right here. Mm-hmm. You can call him. I got my permit on me. I'm in my vehicle. I'm stopped. You came up to my window with your hands in your pocket. Yeah. Call him if you want to, and you call him before you get shot after. I don't care which order you want to do it. Yeah. Uh, but that, that situation, because it was me and them, and it was two people, it could have went wrong, right? If I shot his boy and then he a witness, he could say something different. Yeah. No matter what the situation was. And now I'm not here. And my life is different. I don't have my son and I, you know, all this stuff didn't happen. So I start mm-hmm. thinking about a lot of those, you know, situations where 
I don't know what set them off. I don't know if they were talking in the car and egging mm-hmm. each other on at the time. Yeah, right. You know, because in our twenties we stupid. Which, which is what happened most. Yeah, of the time. in our twenties we stupid, right? Yeah, which is what happened. Oh, you most gonna let him do you like that, bro? Yeah. You gonna let her do you like that? Yeah, he gonna just blow his horn at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, man, y'all yeah. look. I I've been there before. I know how hard it is to listen to that. Somebody telling you you should chill the fuck out, but I'm telling you guys in your twenties mostly. But somebody tell you to chill the fuck out and sit down. You need to chill the fuck out and sit down. Yeah, uh, because I remember times when I was like that, and it could have been some shit with us because we because we egging each other on. It's like, yo, this ain't this could have went way, yeah. way, way, like, way. You left. don't know, you know, you know, you had those times where you know old school cats somebody put their hand on your shoulder like, hey, hey, hey yeah, this ain't this ain't the time or and, this and ain't the one. And that's what it is, man. <laughs> when you when you're younger and old school cats are telling you stuff, they telling you for a reason. Yeah, they not just they not just telling you just just because they want to be there for you or. Or, you know, just, you know, so they can try and look like they just know everything. These yeah. old school heads are telling you some shit for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and I've had similar episodes, same thing. And it's always young dudes, though. Always. It's always young dudes that think that they just, just indestructive. Mm-hmm. Like nothing can happen to them. Mm-hmm. I made a dude piss on himself one time. <laughs> and it's like, bro, you put yourself in this situation, got out of your car, same shit. And now you standing here looking like a dumbass in front of your old lady. Now you got to ride back home with her pissy. <laughs> you gonna you gonna tell the story now? It was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> dude, man. You know, it was basically the same thing. This wasn't the one that you held up like a baby. Though, no, right? no, it wasn't that dude. Okay. It wasn't that dude. Looked like he might have pissed on. No, nah, it was basically the same thing. It's, it's just road rage, mm. and we mm. get stopped and we hit some some uh, some traffic where I can't move and can't get out. Yeah, and he jumps out the car and runs around. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there. My window's up. Yeah. That motherfucker hit my hood. Oh. And when he hit my hood, I pulled my pistol. Yeah. And from there, you know, he pissed on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Shit can go left, man. And, and you know, that's the shit that reminds me of uh, Harlem Nights. When it's, oh, oh for, you, for, the, for those of you who are younger, <laughs> Harlem Nights, <laughs> a classic movie. Uh, I believe it came out in the 80s. Um, yeah, if you hadn't watched it, you need to go watch Eddie it. Eddie Murphy. It had um, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Della Reese, Red Fox. Yeah. Um, hilarious movie. Hilarious movie. And there was a part in there where Eddie Murphy's character's name is Quick. A Vernist. Quick. Quick got into some stuff. Yeah, Quick got into some stuff, and he wanted to go shoot up everything. Mm-hmm. And Sugar Ray, you know, Sugar was like, the old hey, head, man. The old yeah, head. the old head was like, hey, man, so you got guns. He said, yeah, I got guns. I said, well, they got guns, too. Now, you got guns, and they got guns, and then everybody gets shot up. Yeah. And then you dead. And then what we going to put on your fucking tombstone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motherfucker that didn't want to back yeah, down. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's like, a better way to do this. Yeah, it's a better way to do this. Let's plan. Let's let's plot. Let's let's deny. But Quick was thinking in his 20s. He was his a hothead. He was thinking, yeah. oh, I'm a punk. Yeah. You trying to do this punk stuff. You don't want to go do this. You want to go to war. Then people going to think I'm a punk in these streets. Realize yeah. that nobody gives a fuck about yeah, his yeah. reputation. Nobody is thinking about you. Nobody cares. Nobody's thinking about Nobody's you. Nobody's thinking you, you about you. You are insignificant to everybody else in this place. Right. And mostly uh, that goes to the people who say they got haters too. Nobody cares about you. No. Nobody really cares. They don't. No. Um, the only people that hate you is people that know you. Yeah. And they may have a valid reason. So you may, you may, may. want to pay no, Some of them don't, but some of them might. They may have a valid reason. Well, the valid reason could be internal. It could be they. It could yeah. be them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, ain't nothing you did. It's just you there. You know. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'm just saying hey. it ain't always an individual hey. fault because they hey. got some haters. Hey. Hey. Because they Stop. got some haters. Hey. Hey. You didn't know, you didn't know that used to date. Hey. I'm just saying. <laughs> it ain't everybody's fault. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyway, folks, just, just keep your... Uh, 
there's a lot of stuff like this happening. My point is a lot more stuff like that happening. I think the homicide rate in, in Houston is up. Uh, yeah, but right now, yeah. man, you just just all over. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's just it's it's a lot of crazy stuff happening right now. It's it's too easy to break because it's it's got so many people that's stressed more than normal. Yeah, you know, so it's just so easy for people to break right now, and yeah, you know, it's harder when you when you get older and you've been through stressful times. You handle the difference because you know it, it's not the end. Hmm. But for them people out there that maybe hadn't been there before, it's like, you know, like they say, you know, more wealthy people or whatever commit suicide because yeah. all of a sudden all they shit gone or something happened they mm-hmm. can't understand. Yeah. And they don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Versus if you've been dealing with this shit all your life, it's just another day. Yeah. So you got a lot of people right now that's, that's going through these situations, whether it's work, whether it's COVID, they're losing family members. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, realizing that their home life not as good as what they thought the shit was. Yeah. And even like now, this next year, when he's like, even when these kids go back to school, mm-hmm. like none of these star tests counted the last couple of years. Yeah. The first time they come back and they start Shh. counting and they start felling all these fucking kids that didn't learn nothing, watch what happened. Stress level back through the roof. Yeah. It's, uh, I hadn't, I hadn't thought that far about it too, because you know, my kid's not that, that school age, but yeah, sooner or later, this shit's gonna get back falling the place to where it's supposed to be. And yeah. you're gonna have kids, you're gonna have a record number of kids felling, yeah, felling school. But you know, more stress. Pe- people are raised a fuss enough where they do that no student left behind shit where they just pass them. Yeah. Yeah. And then just say, pass the next one and then you'll get through. Yeah. But yeah. that's, yeah, that, eventually that's, it's going to catch up. Yeah. That's going to add. I'll, you know, we're starting to see the stress too about people actually having to go back to work and mm-hmm. get vaccinated. I, mean, I sent you the article yeah, about yeah, what Methodist. Yeah. Methodist where they getting fired and they, yeah. lost, and they lost a lawsuit. Yeah. 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 Well, you getting fired if you're not vaccinated. So it's a, it's a lot of additional stressors. Out here in the world for people, so it's easier for folks to break. So I'm just saying, in your mind, have a little, you know, have a little grace and, and think about, mm-hmm. hey, it's and you got the energy company cutting cutting people AC up, bro. <laughs> you got the energy company, yo. So if you have a yo. smart thermostat, do not register it with whoever your uh, energy <laughs> provider is, <laughs> because if y'all don't know, here in Houston, we've been having this thing where we've been having like ever since the power grid been all messed up and they yeah. don't know what to do. Shout Yo, out to the governor. Yeah, shout out to the governor. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know what to do. So we've been going through this this hot flash or whatever you want to call it. And they were asking people like during the day to turn the AC up to like seventy six or seventy eight, and at night they want you to put on like eighty two. Like, are you out your mind? Nah, you are nuts. So people who have smart thermostats like like Nest or like the the Echo Bees or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, you have an option option, excuse me, to actually register it with your electric company. Mm. Well, the people who register, if you guys out there don't know what happened here in Texas is the places, the homes that had them registered with the electric company, the electric company was all was was raising their thermostat <laughs> <laughs> like without notifying them. So, so they were just waking up sweating. Yo. Or just be sitting on the couch. So like if you got like a leather couch like I got, Yo. these cats was just like all hey, of a sudden stuck sweating. Uh-huh. Like, what the hell is going on? And go look and they thermostat on like 76. Oh, the level of pissed off, man. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> so it's like, whoa, like really? Like, hold on, wait a minute. So I would soon first thing I did was I'd unregister that joint. Unregister that shit and go. Because other thing I would have went back analog if I had to. I would have yeah, anything. They wouldn't yeah, even get yeah. me like that. And you know shit get hot and you it sucks once you had eighty in your house because it takes forever to get back cool. Back it's down, never yeah. gonna get back. And like the thing is, is, we this is Texas, okay? Yeah. Every year we like, oh my god, it's never been this hot. Yes, it has. Yeah. This is hot every fucking year. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. this hot every year. It is. So it it's is. not like this is brand new to our power grid. No. It's not like this is something that's this 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 all just like COVID just hit us all of a sudden. Mm-mm. This is every year. 
No, every year, man. Every year it's this fucking hot, and every year we get and we haven't even started the stories with the heat strokes. You know that's coming next. Oh man, uh, people with the heat strokes. So. Oh, July and August, bro. Mm-hmm. July and August is the time. Yeah, and June, June is nuts already because it was already like a hundred. You know, yeah. heat index. It's like, yo, why is it one hundred three in my vehicle, man? <laughs> like what? My shit didn't only read. My shit just said hot. <laughs> my shit just said hot. That's how one of my thermostats at the gym was. It only does two <laughs> digits. So when they got the three, it just said oh three. I said, what's oh three, man? It's one hundred and three <laughs> degrees. This is upstairs it's only like three windows up there and it's 103 degrees in one mm-hmm. of my gyms and i was like yo it's never gonna get i said it's never gonna get get cool up here today we just gonna work out downstairs this is never getting there yeah. uh but yeah man the level of pissed off i'd be if my my thermostat was being turned yeah, off they like just that changing too. Them people yeah man. man that's 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 a good tip right there because that's so yeah that's what i you know and i tell people you got a lot of smart devices but keep control of them in your own house yeah don't register all your stuff don't 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 turn control over. No, no, no. It, no, it comes to a point where you're gonna you're making it easy for other people to control your shit. Yep. Um, and I, I know, wake up and it's eighty some degrees in the house. I'm, them fighting words. Right and, there. and look, you already now it's, it's eighty it's eighty degrees. You sweat. Now you got to leave and go take care of shit. So now I'm already pissed in traffic because I'm yeah. hot. Yeah. <laughs> See? Woke up sweating in the bed and this big sweat spots. Not the good sweat Not spots. Not the good either. ones. Not, Not the, the good, good sweat ones. spots. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I ain't even earned this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. So hot, you don't want to get the good ones in there. It's like, no, man, I'm hot, yo. You got, yeah. yeah, you got to move, man. Yeah, get doing? off me, get yeah, off yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, what we doing? <laughs> get off me, we done. Get off yeah, me. Yeah, like, do, do the right thing. Got to get that ice. Got to get that yeah. ice. Mookie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jose, I'm gonna start putting box fans in the windows. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need, man. A little isolator. Yeah, <laughs> which was hilarious because <laughs> outside, outside the brunch spot. Uh, they put like uh, legit picnic tables out there. Now, like it's a lot of, I mean, uh, regular tables out there. The, like the metal chairs, uh-huh. you know. I, I oh, say, metal chair get hot. Yo, it's hot. So they just got three fans. They put like 10, 10 tables out there with no space in between. But they went and got the little oscillator fans, bro, uh-huh. and put them at the end of the table. This is a hundred degrees out here. This little oscillator fan ain't gonna do shit. Blowing hot air. <laughs> this is a convection oven. That's what you just created. A convection <laughs> oven. They gonna cook your ass equally. I said, man, look, I I I understand. I applaud the effort, but y'all got to do better, man. We can't do this. Hey, speaking of, fan. shout out to the chef for the brunch that we had this oh, Sunday. Oh, Chef Michelle, executive yeah. chef Michelle, executive chef Michelle. Yo, shout yeah. out to the brunch. Shout out Yo, executive chef Michelle at a uh, executive chef at Gatlin's Barbecue. If y'all don't know, uh, you know Chef Michelle is responsible for you know this other stuff that's on the menu, the sandwiches and all that stuff. Uh, she's a friend of ours, and she, you know, we have brunch, uh, a little brunch tradition, and, and she actually chefed up some stuff. Her and her sister. Shout out to to, to fun to fun twin. Uh, they chefed up some stuff on Sunday, man. We had. Uh, fried shrimp, grilled lobster, lobster tails, tails, steak, ribeyes. The, the potatoes were oh, amazing. Man. Hey, I, I hit them leftover potatoes oh. with an extra ribeye the other day. Oh, oh man. I'm potatoes. fantasy world over there. Fantasy living. There was a French toast pie or bacon man. or whatever it was. So for y'all that don't know, this was like French toast monkey bread. Yeah. You know, like, oh. like baked in a big oh. old dish. Uh-huh. And, and it was just loveliness. Uh-huh. It was, it was, yeah. I'm a makeup word, the, the fruitality of the, yeah, of, the of the greatness of the. It was just, yeah. it was awesome. And the appetizer, it was a charcuterie board, you know, with, with stuff on there. But also, in addition to that, it was homemade biscuits on there with some uh, with some honey butter, honey butter, and bacon. That was like the appetizer, oh. the honey, honey butter and the bacon. Honey butter, appetizer, because I ate that before everything honey else was butter ready. and bacon. You can't but get don't that get no honey butter biscuit with some bacon on it, man. And the bacon was cooked all oh, right, right in the middle. It wasn't too soft, wasn't uh, too wasn't hard, too crispy. Oh man! And then was, of course you got your regular stuff, you know, like your, your eggs and yeah, you know, bacon and all that regular, you know, yeah. all the normal breakfast or brunch stuff, but. 
But it was a good time, man. This was this was good. It it was a good time. And, Rain you know, ain't stopping nothing over here. We didn't play some drinking games. Well, yeah, I just I think I failed the first five questions. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid questions anyway. It was stupid questions, but I yeah, it was like I'm out after five. But it was a good time, man. It was a good time to catch up. You know, a couple of different groups having conversations about things. Um, you know, everybody was cordial. It was a nice little time that we had. So yeah, shout yeah. out to Chef. Uh, shout out to the host, uh, AJ. Shout out to the host for hosting at our house too. Yes. Um, you know, we had a good time. Nice you know, central location. Nice central location for everybody, which is real cool, man. So um, let's get to the to the TV. We're talking about Loki, man. So we we talking about timeline stuff and going. You know, everything deviating from timelines. Uh, you caught up? I just watched the latest episode of Loki. So I'm about halfway through because I was watching today, and then I was like, man, I got to get up. I got to okay. get dressed because I got to get over here. Okay. So, so I'm, about, I'm about, I just finished, uh, I'm halfway through to where uh, the black chick from, uh, yeah, from uh, Love, uh, mm, Lovecraft, from Lovecraft yeah. where she uh, took her back and told her, showed me the, the memory. So that's where I stopped it at. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Because I was going to be late if I kept watching it. Yeah, it, go, it goes deeper in, into that into that space, too. Uh, so Loki, a character in the Marvel Universe, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and so now they're having a lot of TV shows and spinoffs from all the Marvel movies. And you know Loki has his show now, and you know there's just a concept of a, of a master timeline. You know, without giving away too much, there's a master timeline. If you guys watch the Marvel movies and stuff like that, you'll see Doctor Strange and everybody talking about the timeline and the universe and everything yeah. has to happen in order. Well, there's a master timeline, right? And there's a group that monitors the master timeline, and it looks for variants or deviations from the timeline mm -hmm. because people are time jumping now. And when you jump through time, like yeah. what happened in The Last Avengers, uh, when you jump through time, there's a possibility for branches to, of time. To, right, to come off the timeline. To come off the timeline, which can affect, you know, things on the timeline. And so it, 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 it dives into that. Um, it's a uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston is starring in it, you know the original Loki character, uh, and there's some other uh, good actors in it. Olsen Wilson, uh, whatever name is. I'm not even going to try. Is that, is that Google? Mbatha Ra. Owen, Owen Wilson. Uh, so she's the uh, she's the Mbatha like Ra in there. Yeah, and uh, Wunmi Masaku from uh, Lovecraft is in there. She has a, a big part in there too. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the other ones yet. Maybe they come in later. I haven't seen the original characters. Uh, but Owen Wilson, dude, will you see his face? Like it looked like he was in a car crash, bro. Well, he always looked like that, though. I know, but it's not even worse though. Like that. That's because he's getting older. Yeah, like so I don't know if looking... that dude's like a UFC fighter on the side yeah. or what. Now, that's because he's getting older, and he gets older, it's, it's more prominent. Yeah, you know, it's like if you got scars. Like I got the little dent on the side of my head. Mm -hmm. Like as I get older, like it gets it gets worse. Like I can't even shave the little spot. Mm -hmm. and it's all messed up. Okay. So that's what it is. It's just certain features that they get more prominent when you get older because of just your, your, the way your, your, your face structure it mm. comes together, I guess, as you get older. You okay. like you more wrinkles and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, they got so, Owen Wilson yeah. being Owen Wilson, um, you know, with the quips and the sarcasm and stuff like that. So it's pretty entertaining. Um, like I said, it's, you know, multicultural cast, which is good to see for, for the Loki. And I'm coming to, I guess I may be coming to, to the end of it. I watched the, the latest episode today. Where now you start seeing everything kind of tie together. Yeah, and, so and actually it's, it's getting better that now that this stuff is tying together. Yeah, because the first couple of episodes I was like, this is gonna be horrible. Yeah, but I, now I, I it's now with it tying together, now I'm, now I'm starting to understand where they're going. Yeah, I guess I felt the same. So it, it's it's similar to for those of you who watched it, uh, you know, Wandavision, right? The first few shows are like, oh, I don't know what's going on like, here. Where are they going? No and, clue. And then towards the end, it's like, oh, okay, I, I see where this is going. Yeah, I see what happened. Yeah, I see what happened, and then I could potentially see how it ties back into the timeline. So it, it looks like they. Uh, they put some thought into it mm -hmm. to tie it into the original stuff and what was going on. So I, you know, I yeah. like thoughtful stuff. We talked yeah. about it before, and that's and that's always my worries when I'm watching while I'm watching these things on Disney, mm. um, these uh, spinoffs mm. from Marvel. Is I don't want a spinoff that has nothing to do with the original story. Now, 
because everything's they've tied everything together so so well, or they've mm-hmm. tried to tie everything together. Mm-hmm. I don't want variance to just a whole different story. No, oh. you okay. know, I just and it don't have to go along entirely. I just want to know where it ties in. Mm. So like just like WandaVision, just the fact that it took place after, um, after Vision died. Yeah. And they just showed you how it tied in. Mm-hmm. At least I know how it tied into the rest. Now the story can go where it wants. Yes. But I need to know where it came from and yeah. how it ended up here. Yeah. Don't just start me off somewhere totally different that has nothing to do with this original timeline that you have built, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a corporation. Yeah. And, and now all of a sudden I have no clue where I'm at or how I got here. Yeah. You know, yeah. give, give me some kind of understanding. And, like, and that's what they did with Loki. Yeah, they did with Loki, too, because they showed when the he first had the part, Tesseract. Yeah, they yeah. tied it in, like, as mm-hmm. soon as the first episode came in. WandaVision, they waited a little while before they tied it in. Yeah. yeah. Before this they showed time. you where she went to get his body or whatever. But mm-hmm. this, they tied it in the first episode, so they said, so they let you know, this is how you got here to where you are. Yeah. So it's uh it, it's entertaining, entertaining watches on Disney Plus for those of you uh, who are looking for something else. Because uh, I think WandaVision has another couple of weeks before it. I mean, not WandaVision. Um, uh, what's it, Black Widow? Uh, who yeah. is that character? Oh, yeah, the one that's coming out. Yeah, so I guess another couple of weeks before that comes out, because uh, they've been. I'm, I'm, I'm about um, previewed out. They released like 25 previews for this stuff. Same thing with Fast and Furious. Like yeah. I almost don't want to see the movie because they well, show the previews. I don't so think much. the movie's gonna be that good anyway. Fast, Honestly, Fast Nine. Yeah, Fast well, Nine. It's, it's not it's Fast and Furious. But, but my thing is, I want to see stuff blow up. So this is my thing. Uh, mm-hmm. What's what's the dude? What's the white dude name? Uh, what's the wrestler name? John Cena. Oh, okay. I don't like John Cena in action movies. Okay. I think he's better in, in comedies. I think he's okay. funny. All right, fair. I don't like him in action movies because okay. for some reason he's just not a believable action star to me. Neither is Vin Diesel, but sure. You know, but boy, Vin <laughs> Diesel, but Vin Diesel is still better than, than, than John Cena. Yeah, sure. Not by much. I'll give you that one. Not by much. i give you that But that's why they're brothers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it's like, but, so now, you got, but now you got two bad action stars yeah, yeah, in, in one movie. Gonna, yeah. yeah, it's just I just it's just not believable to me. It's just... Anything I've seen him in that he had to be like an action star, mm-hmm. it just it was unbelievable. It just wasn't good. Sure, yeah, he, he not is, even close. He is he is good in comedies. Um, he is good in comedies. But shit, I will I ask you this: uh, Who would you? Well, since we're talking about that, mm-hmm. and this is on a tangent, uh, Mark Wahlberg, do you prefer him in action movies or comedies? Because I actually prefer him in comedies. I do. I prefer <laughs> I prefer Mark Mark Wahlberg in comedies. Yeah. Okay. I do. Right. I just want to make because sure. Because as a comedian, good. I think he's hilarious. Yes. Because he's got, you know what? He's almost like a, uh, as far as his comedic sense, mm-hmm. and it's, it's almost like a, a like a white Jamie Foxx sometimes. Okay. Like the way he talks so fast, like he yeah. just keeps talking. Mm-hmm. It's, that's what he reminds me of. Okay. Because when Jamie Foxx first came out in comedies, mm-hmm. if you really, you had to really listen to what he was saying because he talked real fast. Yeah, he just go. And but he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then later on down the line, his comedies it kind of slowed down a little bit. And I think his his comedy slowed down to adjust to the people he was working with. Okay. But you would always hear him talking. He'd be like, "Look, man, I don't really want to do this, but unless you want to, you know what I'm saying. But then we can do this and put it out. But you mm-hmm. know, but if you want me to, then, then we do. and that's what he sound like. Yeah. But if you listen to what he's saying, he's hilarious. Like in uh the one where he wrote the pamphlet, the breakup pamphlet. Yeah. And the old girl asked him about his fantasy. <laughs> he's like, "Well, you know, I want some chickens and some feathers and something." <laughs> da, 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 da. But I ain't really worked out yet. So you got to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he just, he's just funny. Like when he's talking, but you got to really listen to what he's saying. Okay. So that's what All Mark right. Wahlberg is about when he's talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that made me ask because I, um, you know, speaking of wrestlers, um, I watched a zombie movie that Batista was in. Yeah. On Netflix, uh, wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Wasn't mm-hmm. as bad as I thought it was going to be. I actually wanted him to go into the next one and not Ghost. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think that was an error. 
Yeah, it's that was like, like a Netflix era. It was like it's set up, like it's set yeah. up for him to be the one in the next yeah. one, and then you went. That to was Dallas. that was like, and and I watched the uh, little a uh, little background story on uh, Batista too. Oh like yeah, how how the, how wrestling world was a WWE or whatever, mm-hmm. how how they treated them and and they didn't want him to do anything outside of it, and so he had to quit, yeah. and he was like homeless for a little while mm-hmm. because he decided to quit before mm-hmm. he actually got the uh, Guardians got of the, the role in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was pretty interesting, man. Yeah. So now he's uh, now he's doing a lot of stuff, and I actually legitimately think he's blind because every movie he's in now, he always got a good reading glasses on. So I actually think he can't see in a lot of his movies. He probably uh, can't, man. He got some age on him. So this is a uh, army. He got of the some dead. age. Yeah, but you never a lot. But you but you normally don't see it a lot in movies where they gotta like really squint and put their glasses on. But like, you know what consist- though? That's but a consistent you see it, thing. Like Sylvester Stallone movies now. Like he, all his yeah, movies yeah, now. All the, all the, yeah, Anytime he reads glasses, something, yeah. whatever, he got like some little glasses <laughs> on. He's trying to read something. Yeah. All, yeah. I actually, all I actually, he was old. Hey, now, they man. getting old now. Like they still hit you in your mouth, but you got to be close yeah. to them. <laughs> you know, or they, or they near started to pop out or whatever it is. Oh. They ain't throwing eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. So, yeah. So, Dave Patisa, that was uh, Army of the Dead on Netflix. It's a decent show. Like, it's it's two and, it's long, though. It's like two and a half hours. So yeah. It's, it's, can, they put a twist on kind of like a zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah, which was, was cool because because most time I don't like I don't like fast zombies, you know. And I don't know if I have they, I said this before. They have super athletic zombies. In this yeah, one. I don't like fast zombies. Yeah, but they made this one more like a uh, I am a legend. Yes, that's what it reminded me more of like a yeah. I am legend kind of. Yeah, those not really a zombie zombie, but right, right. Because they still you can still tell there was a power structure, there's a hierarchy, exactly. they had personality, they, communicate. they had feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it was more like a I am legend than it is Yo, a zombie movie. And I those guess. I am legend. Uh, yeah. People, whatever they were. Yeah, yo. when he came out with the dogs. Yo. Yeah. They went hard, especially yeah. when he came after him after he uh, had his old lady in there. Yeah. Oh, 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 so that's that's what it, it reminds me more of something along that line. Actually, a perfect a perfect parallel was I yeah. Am Legend. Uh, yeah, when old dude came out looking for his lady. That was, uh, but yeah, Army of the Dead, you got two and a half hours. Uh, go rock through that. The other one that I watched, and I don't know if you haven't watched it, was um, Kevin Hart on Netflix. I have not watched it yet. I just put it on the list, uh, but I haven't watched it yet. So I gotta wait till I'm in a feel good feeling mood type like place to watch it. Yes, you do, because it t- takes you into a different place. Uh, I almost cried during this movie. Well, because you a new daddy. I am. That, that's exactly. That's yeah, exactly, that's exactly why, why. I did. Yeah, I know. I already uh, knew when you said something about it earlier. I said, "Oh, that's that, that new daddy." That's in exactly him. why I did. That's and that I new actually, daddy. I actually, this was messed up because I actually started watching it on Father's Day. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh man, I was all in my. I was like, yeah, he was I'm over like, there. Yo, uh, so yeah. we got some more. Uh, I need to make, yeah, I need to make me another yeah, drink. More pancakes. And <laughs> uh, you know, my son said, my son, you know, father's. I'm, I'm eating, you know, whatever. My son's, you know, uh, running around or whatever. I pick him up. He gets sleepy. I put him to sleep. So he's sleeping next to me. So now I have some food in front of me. I'm full. My son's sleeping next to me, and I start watching this Fatherhood. movie. <laughs> and at the very beginning, man, they just hit you in the gut. And I'll tell you, so I won't tell you the the, the, the entire story of the premise, um, but it's the beginning of the movie, so you're going to get over it, right? His, uh, his wife, which is, well, uh, Deborah Ayurende, uh, very beautiful lady, as a matter of fact. So it, it hurt me even more that she died early in the movie. But he was married. He's married to, to, this, to this young lady, and they were having their kid, and then she died in the hospital uh, after giving birth. And you know what I mean? Like it came out of nowhere. They, they, there was nothing leading up to it that said she was in danger of anything. There were no checks. Um, she dies. She passes in the hospital at the beginning of the movie, and it leaves him to be a single father uh, with his daughter and trying to maneuver and figure that out. Mm-hmm. And there's a nice cast in there. A lot of, a lot of funny people in there. Uh, Dewanda Wise is in there from Spike Lee's, um, uh, Spike Lee's Netflix show too. Uh, Alfred Woodard is in there, being Alfred Woodard, uh, doing what she does. Um, 
And yeah, it's 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 a movie that pulls at your heartstrings. It actually reminded me back. It took me back to my anxiety because I was you know in the hospital when my son was being born mm-hmm. and just being so hyper nervous about everything. Yeah. Right? Wanted yeah. to make sure. Because now it's real. Wanted to make sure she was good. Yeah, now, baby was good. Now shit is real, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I didn't tell everybody here, but yeah, when my son came out, like he didn't immediately start crying. Like it took mm-hmm. a couple of seconds. And when I tell you panic set in. Yeah, them seconds, long seconds. Yo. Because I looked at the doctors and the nurses' faces yeah. when it happened, and everybody paused, and they, you could tell, like, that quiet panic. Yeah. They had that quiet panic. Yeah, and now I yeah. got to worry about- They had that quiet control panic. Yeah, I got to I gotta worry about, you know, calming, calming his mother down and everything else and, like, trying to make sure everything's cool. But I don't know if everything's cool, but I can see, and yeah. it's like, yo, like, we can't get this far and then something else happened. I don't right. know what. So I, I felt that anxiety come through the movie when Kevin Hart did this. Like, I felt that. Mm-hmm. Um a lot in there so it's a it's a make sure you in a place you know where you have time to watch the movie all the way through um there's some light mo- you know some light moments in the movie and stuff like that it takes some interesting twists uh with the little girl uh melody heard in there mm. and what she goes through um going through school but it's a it's a good watch i i was i was impressed with kevin hart's role in the movie mm-hmm. um he wasn't a traditional kevin hart and i think he did it on purpose to kind of break from from that stick mm-hmm. but uh it, it's a good movie man if you have some time to watch it and and how's uh, how's my man anthony kerrigan in there he's shout anthony, out to my man because i love i love zaz and gotham he's, he's like one of my favorite characters in gotham he's, he's still zaz he still zaz. <laughs> he still zaz which is which is hilarious because he plays kevin hart's best friend uh-huh yeah and so it's yeah it's him uh, so it's hilarious. So he comes in with the comedic timing, right? Right. So which is good because Kevin Hart doesn't have to do it. So Kevin Hart's being serious, and he comes right. in. He's got somebody else to and, pick up the slack, and he likes the mood and pick, picks up that slack. So yeah. shout out, shout out to Anthony Kerrigan, man. Um, you know, hopefully this turns out good, and you don't end up being a racist down the line. And I take this back. But shout out to you. Uh, great job acting. Like I said, I liked him in, in Gotham as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's one of my favorite characters in Gotham. Yeah. Bro. So good. So good. Good to see him getting some shine too, man. But like I said, it was a it was a very very good cast in this. Uh, scroll to the right a little plus, bit more. Plus the fact I got a homeboy look just the, like on him. the cast. I got a homeboy look just look like just him. like Zaz. Got alopecia and everything. I mean, yeah. look just like him. No eyebrows. No nothing. Yeah. Lil Rail was in it too. Like it was like this is. It was a lot of folks, man. Uh, what do you mean? You like that dude, Lil Rel, whatever his name is? Uh, I do, I do. I like him in. I like his roles in movies. I, and uh, I even, I even watched this uh, when he was with. Uh, I forget. He had his own show, Lil Rel. Sitcom. Yeah, I tried to watch. But he was in it with uh, another guy that I forget. He kind of fell off the map. Um, but I'll go. I'll think of the name in, in a minute. But no, I, I like his comedic timing as the best friend. Okay. I don't want him at the main character. But I mean, like, overall, because I haven't seen him in anything yeah. yet where he impressed me as an actor yet. And that's oh, why I'm no. asking. No, no, I don't think he's going to impress me as an actor. I look at Lil Real the same as I look at, like, uh, Instagram comedians, mm-hmm. right? Like, you funny in spots. But right. if you funny outside of that, like, if he, he is a funny you can't carry it. Yeah, if he is a funny stand-up, I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, if I even watched his, his stand-up special he had in the high school, which was pretty decent. Like, it wasn't great, but it was decent. Mm. Um, I look at him as like a, a Chris Tucker almost. Like, I don't want to see Chris Tucker do stand-up. Right. But in movies, it's like, okay, I can rock okay. with you. Uh, but, yeah, he did a great job in Get Out on there. Uh, oh, yeah, Frankie Faison. That's who I wanted to give a, get a, give a shout-out to. That was a dad, man. He's been he's been a TV dad for a Forever. long time. Yeah. I never remember him not being old. Yeah, so I want to give him a shout-out, too, by name. Because everybody, when you see him, everybody will know him. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows Sugar, right? He was yeah, everybody in, uh, knows, yeah. yeah, he's a banshee. <laughs> everybody knows Sugar, man. Yeah. Um, so shout out to him, man. Give him his flowers while he's here. That, that dude has yeah. played some roles, and I'm glad he's still he's still out here getting these checks. So, um, so good on him for that. But yeah, check it out. Fatherhood on Netflix. 
Um, I'm watching a bunch of other stuff. You watching anything else that, that that's piqued your interest? No, man. I've been trying some different stuff out, but I hadn't seen. I haven't really seen anything that's just worth really just talking about. You okay. Because you know, after a while, we get to a point where we just watching stuff just to see what it is. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then I end up going back watching stuff that I wanted to watch, but I couldn't like Lego Masters or something. You know. Okay. <laughs> Sitting here watching, you know, engineers and, and people build with Legos. Yo, I got a uh, something to take you down a rabbit hole. So I'm on YouTube, and every once in a while, YouTube will have like all the stuff that I look at. Right? Here's some fighting stuff. Here's right. some gun stuff. You know, here's some podcast stuff on there that I watch. But every once in a while, they put just something random in it to see if you go to it. Mm-hmm. So I've been going down this dude's page. His name is called uh, The Hoof GP. Mm-hmm. And all he does is trim cow hoofs because apparently that is an industry. Uh-huh. Uh, you try it. Yeah, they they grow. The, the, the hooves grow. They have all kind of stuff wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And he just puts these eight, nine-minute videos. Now, what's funny is I hooves. saw this story. About the horse hooves. Yes. Where they had like the little gel thing they put on there and yeah. they like filled it with foam and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so hoof GP and it, might, and it could be the same people. I yeah. don't know. No, it's too different because I okay. get that on my timeline okay. too. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, yo. <laughs> rabbit hole, man. So it's it's so so he'll talk for a little bit, but then he'll just put on music and you just watch him trim Work. the hoof. Yeah. Right? So he got the little he got the little saw the little grinder out there. So he's grinding the hoof and then he got a knife where he cut out all the imperfections. And then if one part of the hoof is messed up he puts like a little shoe on the other side to allow the to, one side to heal right right so it's look I, rabbit hole like i've been on there and i don't watch like 20 of these hey <laughs> these, 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 are, these technical skills man that, that, that people don't think about every day that, that people get paid and make a living doing yeah like it, watching the horse thing was was wild man because they take this like it's like a gel like or like a outer thing they, they put it on the hoof and this was supposed to be like the new way to, to shoe horses mm-hmm. and they and they put it on the hoof and then they just take and they shoot gel in it mm-hmm. and then it like gets hard and then they pop it off and then they clean it off and then boom and it's done Yo, and of man. course there's some more steps to it than that of I'm, course. Simpl- I'm simplifying it out there of course but watching them do it though yes it's like okay this is new age yeah. sh- the shoot the new age shooting of horses is what this is right here man i've been on some random random uh rabbit holes on stuff on so another job that i didn't know that you can have there's a guy and i'll find his name his name is wade um but I found him on Instagram. I don't know what happened that came. So this guy, I'm going to tell you what this guy's job is, dude. He travels. His name is Wade Bryant. Mm-hmm. He travels the country. And it's a big dude. Look like He, he looked like he could have been a lineman. And that's how big he is, mm-hmm. big black dude. He travels the country uh, stretching women, stretching them out, making them more flexible. Mm-hmm. Like that is his gig. So he's booked to come in. And it's like a workshop of dancers and whatever it is, uh-huh. whatever kind of dance uh, you want to yeah. come. And he stretches women out. So he'll have them, he'll have them try to take their foot up, and then he'll pick them up and ro- rotate them in a circle. Or they're trying to do the the full split and try they can't get down all the way, so he'll sit on their back like it's. But this is people book him to do this. Hmm. That is interesting. <laughs> exactly. That is very interesting because <laughs> his YouTube page is very interesting. That is very interesting, he, right there. I, I guess he. Uh, I, th- I think the story is on that he used to be a, a dancer as well, and so. But yeah, but now, yeah, he travels. He travels the country. People book him. You know, in Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, and you come in. It's a workshop of you know twenty, thirty women, mm-hmm. and he's stretching out every one of those women. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't believe your leg can do this or your head can do this. So it's like one. 
appreciate you, sir, for doing your service to the world. But the other one is, I didn't know you can make a job out of this. Yes. <laughs> yes. And how can I get down? <laughs> hey, hey, this is it, dude. Like, I like to travel and I like to stretch women. Like, that's you. <laughs> it's like, like, that's, it's like, it sounds like my, my first or second love. Yeah. I don't know which one. But it's amazing. It's like, oh, you can make a living doing yeah. shit that Just you may do random, for recreation. Yeah, some random stuff. Some yeah. random shit, man. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I don't know if this happened during the pandemic or what, man, but people have come up with the most creative ways to make money. Yeah. Uh, which is Get it in. which is amazing. So so many jobs out there. So, you know, if your your gig ain't working and you can't figure out what to do next, there's a lot of shit out here. There's a lot you, of niches. A lot there's of niches a lot out of there. niche in here that you can get your shit up to. And if you do it, put some music to it, put it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. play Michael Jackson while you're working out. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, shit. I had, I had him working out the Beyonce and Michael Jackson. I, I make yeah. him work. We got to get you some rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually why I have him do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff out there that's very interesting. And I just, yeah, I, I get down rabbit holes in between watching podcast stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's it's like a, it's, it's, it relaxes your mind. Yeah, because if you're watching fighting videos and you're thinking about mm. what you do and what they doing, mm. or if you're watching gun videos, you're mm. thinking about what other people taught you and how you do it and yeah. how they do it and what they you think about all these other things. But when you watch this random stuff, mm. your mind shuts down and you're just watching this because you don't know anything about this. No, because I don't know anything about shooting horses. Or like when I'm watching stuff about uh, bladesmithing or mm-hmm. or you know making knives and stuff, it's like I don't know anything about this. So the rest of my mind shuts down and I'm just I'm entertained and I'm just watching. Yeah, and still learning a little bit at the same time. Sure, but, but it's, I'm not comparing it to other stuff and thinking yeah. about this person's page and that person and what this yeah. person said. So yeah, you think about it in a different lens. Yeah, it's it's, it's a quieter quieter time. Uh, okay, I actually got that way for uh, watching Formula One racing. So mm-hmm. there was a Netflix documentary, I don't know if I mentioned on podcast before, uh, about the Formula One racing teams and the racers. Mm-hmm. So I knew, you know, periphery on ESPN. I knew Lewis Hamilton, uh, you know, gang gang, Wakanda forever. I knew Lewis Hamilton uh, as a black racer was kicking everybody's asses in Formula One. I think he had won like seven or eight championships or whatever, one of the highest paid drivers mm-hmm. uh, in Formula One racing. But I didn't know dick else about Formula One racing at all. Right. Watch this documentary. You get to see the drivers and the teams, and you get to see them, the story behind it, and doing the right. pit stops. And in addition, I just like the way fast cars sound. Yeah. So in between, even if you you know you're not into the Formula One racing, you don't have to watch the entire race. Right. But in between them talking, you just get the yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about racing is that I always advise people that watching racing on TV can get very boring. If you're not already into it. Oh, sure. Just like golf. But everybody should go to some kind of a race in person. Mm. Yeah. Because you can't appreciate speed until you see it in person. Mm. Now, whether that's super bike, whether it's Formula One, whether it's drag racing, whatever it is, you can't appreciate that kind of speed until you go and you see it in person. Yeah. Because then you become in awe at how fast these these, these vehicles are, these, are actually really, really moving. Yeah. Because just because they put the speed in the little corner on the, on the mm-hmm. side of the TV, it's not the same. No. You know, and it's like if you go watch, um, like, BMX racing. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to watch BMX racing on, like, oh, ESPN when I used to show it all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you go and you watch it or you go and watch dirt bike racing. Yeah. And you're seeing these cats flying through the air while they're racing and doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different world that you take in when you actually can go there physically and you can see it. Mm-hmm. And you can feel the vibrations of that car. Mm-hmm. This coming around the corners. Yeah. It's a different so level of skill. I advise everybody, go watch it just once. Yeah, take just your earplugs. Take your earplugs yeah, with take you. Take your earplugs. Yes, take your stuff. Just, you know, go watch the monster trucks jump and do backflips and stuff. Just one time. Yeah, shout out to Gravedigger, man. That was one of my old monster yeah, truck yeah, favorites. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So just just one time. Just just go check it out because it 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 opens up the rest of your senses. 
and then you can really understand and get a feeling for what it really is. Yeah, yeah, because they started talking about strategy and the stuff they were mm-hmm. doing with the cars and the aerodynamics, and yo, it was some stuff where uh, Lewis Hamilton, it was a big issue, Lewis Hamilton drove, I think it was Mercedes cars at the time, it was an issue where uh, he could change the, the the suspension on the car by mm-hmm. whether or not he pulled on the steering wheel. Oh, okay. People said like it was it got really intricate. Yeah, really, the, really technical. Into the shit that they do to make the cars, and then you get into the pit stops and the pit crew and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, so very interesting. Oh, also shout out. There was another um, uh, show. I am athlete with a couple of ex football players, and they had a similar view because the question was, um, there are ex football players, and the question was, are drivers athletes? And mm-hmm. so they had a couple of drivers, NASCAR drivers on there, Formula One drivers, and talking about that. But in order to kind of prove the theory, they went out to the track, they threw mm-hmm. the gear on, and they, and they got into it. they got into the vehicle with those guys. Um, and not only did they get into the vehicle, they also went and did the pit crew. So mm-hmm. there's a there was a black group, and I, I forget I got to pull it up, but there's a there's a, there's a, there's a black coach and a black black group of black pit crew where they train people to be on pit crews. Okay. And so they had a whole. So they set had up. them go through the, yeah. through the training. They had them go through the pit crew training. Man, it's just some amazing stuff, man. The stuff they yeah. do and the, the timing of it and making sure that, you know, impact wrench is ready and you got to get out. So very fascinating uh, for you guys. If you want to check out something else, look at some of the look at some of the jobs that make the jobs, the stuff that you like on TV, make it possible. Right. So yeah. you like you like milk. You like looking at, you know, you go to farms and stuff. Didn't know you had to do maintenance on cows like that. Yeah. You like looking that's why at you like dirty, That's why you still like dirty jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Before Mike Rowe decided yeah. he wanted to. Be an insurrectionist, yeah. but yeah, yeah that's why yeah, dirty, dirty jobs is good. Jobs because it takes you in the background of a whole lot of stuff that you just didn't know and didn't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of people going left, um, your boy Warrior Poet Society went left too. We'll talk oh, about did? that. Off I didn't see oh, he oh. went. He went completely left. He oh, out yeah? there. Yeah, he's like a he's like a a, a prepper now. He's like oh. he like the the world is going to end. <laughs> Whenever I, I hear keywords, I have to take a look at that. Yeah, key terms I see when people say, "Oh, how to survive in Biden's America?" Bro, stop. You <laughs> you 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 off the fucking deep end now. This shit ain't gonna be no different than any of the fucking president we had. But stop. <laughs> I'm about to go back and watch. Yeah, full fucking stop. I hadn't watched the video. Yeah, he had one while. where he's yeah he's just in a fucking room and he's sitting there and talking about how to survive in Biden's America the same fucking way you did before. Stop being an asshole. Um, but anyway, go watch that shit. But you yeah, yeah, yeah. you can tell he's, we, we'll talk about it after I watch. He it. off the reservation, man. Um, <laughs> as soon as I get home, I'll put it on. So <laughs> I posed this question. I was talking to Socks about this. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to Socks about this the other day. So there's an artist, um, and I'm gonna call him an artist because he he has uh, he raps and he has he sings and he produces and he's had his own group, uh, Tyler the Creator. I don't know if you ever listen to any Tyler the Creator stuff. Mm. You've had it right. So Tyler the Creator was part of a group called Odd Future. Out of that came the Internet, Sid, Tyler Creator, Frank Ocean, a lot of mm. people that have been um, successful. In right. their careers at doing stuff. I'm really a big fan of the internet and Sid. Um, but Tyler the Creator, I've I haven't been a, a fan of his stuff, uh, of his stuff come out, but I know he has a following, right? He's like a tech nine, right? He has a he has a niche following of people who uh-huh. who go, right? He owns everything, owns his own merch and all that stuff, right? Even though he's not mainstream. Okay. Um so Tyler the Creator, I believe now, you guys correct me wrong, is openly uh bisexual. And I'm putting it out there to get to the next part. Um Openly bisexual in the fact that he he puts that into his music, mm-hmm. um, so he's like, just it is what it is, right? I think he was he had a, announced he had a crush and was dating Jaden Smith and a whole bunch of other stuff a long time ago. Um, so I say that to say he released two albums uh, that are critically acclaimed. The last one, one was Igor, which is an R and B album, and the last one he released is called Call Me If You Get Lost. Uh, now this one is if you're familiar with DJ Drama and all DJ Drama's old mixtapes when he had like yeah. Lil Wayne all the way. Yeah. So this is a DJ Drama mixtape. Yeah. Uh, so the beats are hard. Mm-hmm. That you're going into it, right? 
so I think I was talking to Socks and I was talking to uh to 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 to, to Red about it, and it's like everything goes hard. I'm not a fan, but it goes hard when I listen to it. But just like with every other rap thing, like listening to Cardi B or something, you know, Mega Stallion, it's like you go hard, but you can't rap to it because you never know what you're gonna say. Like you never know what the next lyric is. It's like I can't. <laughs> I think he had a lyric in that talk about he was trying to fuck Justin Bieber or something like that. But like the song go hard, and by default, as as fans of rap, you want to rap along with it, right? Yeah. So you going? I mean, he got some beats on there that sound like Ghostface can rap on it. Yeah. Like that's how his yeah, beats yeah. go. Like I you really you, you nine yeah. and you going and you yeah. want to get into it, and then he drops some shit. Like, like can I get inst- can I get instrumental? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because this ain't cutting it. Yeah. Then he dropped some shit about, yeah, I, this dude girlfriend got mad at me, and I was like, I ain't even like that, sweetheart. I'm down for the threesome. You can tell it comes to me. like, yo, you can't, I, I can't rap you, that. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I can't rap that when I'm going. And, and the question is, is how is that gonna affect? I guess, you know, for our music, like sales and stuff like that, and people mm-hmm. buying it and listening to it, is is it really gonna affect it? I just want to know. I, the other question I had to them was like, "Well, can you?" I said, "How comfortable would you feel jam bumping this shit?" Yeah, that's how, that's how I had the socks. It's like, look, you bumping it, but what if I bump it and I show up to a brunch? Or yeah, something yeah. Right like I can't put and my windows who down. Hear it, who know what it is? Yeah, like, oh, he yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you associate it with with, yeah. with the music that you play and what you listen to. Yeah. So I feel like white people when they have to self censor, so they can't say the word nigga on that. <laughs> so, you feel like you can't say that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm rapping and I got to self censor. Like you pull up, you got to change that track. Yeah, I got, I got to fill in the other words and stuff in there yeah, too, man. Yeah. So I, I thought it was hilarious that well, I started to feel like it was that. only a matter of time because it's, it's so accepted in our society now. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before it crosses over into music. Sure, you sure. know, to a point to where it's, it's like that. Yeah, Lil, Lil Nas X is another example of stuff too, man. Where you know if, when he really explains the meaning of Old Town Road and what he was what he was talking about, uh, and some of the other songs that he has too. Before he was, um, I think us like older dudes has been around. Like we we knew Lil Nas X was gay. Like we knew it. Like right, we we didn't need him to, to announce that that's what it was. Uh, but when he formally announced and then said, "Hey, this is what I was actually talking about," there's a, a part of the population that was freaking out. But the other part of it was like. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Like we knew. Um but I just thought about that as a fan, right? As a fan of rap music, you mm-hmm. want to rap along. It's like, yeah, I can't say that though. Yeah. Like yeah, like yeah. you can't rap, you know, Lil' Kim's parts. I can't let nobody know that I'm listening to this. Yeah, yeah. And like you can't rap all of Lil' Kim's parts in like, you know, my the Quiet Storm remix. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to yeah. rap some of it because it's hard, but, <laughs> but you, you can't yeah. say all yeah, of it. You can't yeah. say all of yeah, it. You can't say all of yeah. it. So I felt I got the it's the first time I felt like <laughs> that silly. with a with a with a male rapper. It's like, <laughs> yeah. damn man, I want to bump this shit, but I can't say everything because people look at me crazy. Yeah. But I thought it was hilarious, man. But shout out to the curator and like I said decent album <laughs> uh, I love to produce if you produce this uh, if he produced it on his own like it like it was said uh, very well produced album like I said, I've never I've never been a fan I'm actually a fan of other folks it's also why I couldn't sing Frank Ocean songs all the time uh, well I, was, I mean uh, even like remember uh Remember Marshall and Rose are far away? I was going to say, remember Luther Van Trust? Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, everybody remember Luther. <laughs> I'm just... But that's a whole different story. You can't yeah, fuck with yo, Luther. Let's talk about Far Away. One of my favorite but, songs. Yeah. One of my, One favorite, of my favorite songs. Do you remember the first time you saw the video? Yes. The video's two dudes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, it throw you off. Yeah. And it's like, it's still one of my favorite songs. One of my favorite songs what, ever. Still one of my favorite songs. That's that's one of the songs that 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 hits a chord to me every time I listen to it. Every time. Every, every time, time you sit there in in that song Far Away by Marsha Ambrosius. Look, if you don't feel nothing for that song, well, then you ain't whatever shit. Whatever it is. Then you ain't shit. I don't know what's wrong with you, man. 
that song for me, and it sounds like Bang, that song for me is like what Baby Shark is for kids. Yeah. Like you, you hear that song, and then your mood just, you get into whatever space you need to get into. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, it, it takes you to that space. So on Directly that vein, takes you to that space. On that vein, um, I wanted to talk about, since Outside is opening up, just concerts that I'm just ready for, right? Uh-huh. Marsha Ambrose says, I'll go see her again. I saw her in concert before. Yeah. Amazing yeah. voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, them high notes is ridiculous. And she nasty, too, which I like. <laughs> but to, she is. She nasty. If I, y'all don't know, y'all y'all find out. She well, nasty. That's, well, that's the, that's the question, where does nastiness take her from like a five to a... <laughs> right? Because hey, she, she, you, you know, know... It's like we was talking about at brunch. It's all it's, it's all about the total package. Hey. It's all about the total package. Hey. Because hey. we, cause we, we both know that sometimes can be people can be very pretty. Yes, and 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 body be banging, and and, and, they, and they be nothing and nothing in the, in the sheets, nothing. They negative oh. in the sheets. Oh man, you know. Uh, shout out to so so Lake so Lewis. we all know it's it's, <laughs> it's total package. Everything is total package. Oh, when you talk when you're talking about like keeping somebody around, everything is total package. Yeah, every everything is total package. It's not just that, but I I just you got some girls it's total package, but you don't want to take them nowhere. Yeah, which, well, he, they're not going to the to the work functions. Yeah, you should get you should get subtractions, right? When we're talking about you know we ranking people, yeah, it is it's arbitrary. It's it's everything that we doing is whatever it is. It's yeah. Your shit is be different, but there's some people who need additions and people who need minuses. So you might see her and she look like a ten. Yeah, but when but she eat about, like but, a three. But total package, yeah, <laughs> yeah. total package is she got food all over the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You gotta. Excuse me. And don't know how to cut a steak. Yeah. Or, or you check the the background of that Instagram page, and it's like, what is that? Is that is that a, something on the floor? Is that a bug? What the fuck yeah. is this? But anyway, yeah. you taking pictures with dirty uh, drawers on the floor? But I just, <laughs> so Marcia, your TV on a crate. Marsha Ambrose is, is one that I'm waiting on. Uh, and and actually shout out this past couple of days the BET Awards was on. Um, and I watch it because now they kind of figured out what it is, right? It's just supposed to be performances. They do mm-hmm. some shit in between where they uh-huh. give away awards, and awards are I didn't bullshit. even watch it because I got tired. I've been... I recorded it so that I can fast forward and see the, right. the performances, okay, yeah. right? Because I don't want to do. I don't want to see the commercials. Yeah. Uh, shout out to MC Light still kicking it as 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 the voice uh, of all of these shows. Um, they honor Queen Latifah, and they just had a lot of performances. So one of the performances that I really like was uh, Jasmine Sullivan, mm-hmm. and she brought out Ari Lennox mm-hmm. uh, to perform "Sit on It." Okay, and uh, like live, and they're harmonizing, and I just uh, the voice of angels. Yeah. So when I heard both of them, I was like, "Look, if those two go on tour, <laughs> mm. I am there." See, that's how I was uh, with uh, Jasmine Sullivan and uh, Naya. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, "Oh, I was like, this girl can okay. sing." So I was like, "Oh, she keeping up with Jasmine Sullivan? No, this girl can sing, sing." I was like, yeah. "Oh, wait a minute, yeah." I, like, I might need to uh, rewind and yeah. think this over. That's how I feel, and I miss. But that's how I feel about Straight Ari up Lennox. Seven, you know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about Ari Lennox too. So when both of them. And they're singing about the nastiest shit. If you listen to the lyrics, it's the nastiest, <laughs> most hilarious shit. That's really shit why you appreciated it. Where's the nastiest, most hilarious shit in the world? But they, they sound like fucking angels. Like they're sirens when they <laughs> sing it. They could sing anything. What, they're like, them, he called them sirens. He's yeah. Stupid. It's like fucking Jill Scott, right? Jill Scott could sing anything. Yes. And it sounds amazing. I must agree. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's like that. Uh, where if they go on concert, I'm going. Um, if if Marsha and Brochus come back over here and go to concert, I'm going. I'm actually um, I feel some kind of way. I missed uh, Lucky Day. Mm-hmm. A male R&B artist is here uh, in a couple of weeks in July, and I'm going to miss that one just because I didn't know how you know COVID and shit was going to be at the time. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hang back. Yeah, right now it's, it's just unfortunately some stuff. You, you if it's too far out. You couldn't buy tickets to because you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, you know if it was going to get canceled. Yeah. and you don't want to go through all that. 
No, didn't know the venue either. That was the other thing too. They they waited to announce the venue, yeah. and I was like, I'm not gonna be outside yeah. in July. So yeah. and that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to like the Woodlands Pavilion. Yeah. New, new, I'm not new, sitting outside nowhere. New, not gonna happen. Not with these mosquitoes yeah. out here. Not with now the radio you find, index. Now, now you got to find somebody to take too. Hey. Hey, now, yeah. now, so and, and you can't take the wrong person because then they think they too they they special special. I can't, and I, but I'm at that Ooh, old he man. He took me to the concert. I'm, I'm at that old man space, dude. Where I'm I'm mobbing solo. Like I just want to go and enjoy. You, the know, you might have to take like a friend, friend, like a like somebody who know they a friend. Uh, maybe, but I don't even want to do that because I want to enjoy it and not have to worry about nobody else. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even with friends, even when we hang it's out hard with to, friends, it's hard to do though, man. At certain kind of concerts, even in even our in our old man stage though, it's I, hard. I understand what you like. Mean. Have, like, have you been to a concert yet where you just old manned it? No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I went to comedy. I went when to comedy do? stuff, but I haven't. No, been no, to no. Concerts. I'm talking about like know, a like an R and B concert. I know what you're talking about. When you go to when you old man R and B concert, then we gonna have a talk. I know what you're talking about. And I'm trying I want to know. remember if I ever did that because I because I'm never old man to R and B concert. Oh no, I think I may have. Yeah, I think I may have done an old man concert uh, like that before. I can't remember yeah. what the R was. So I think I did because you're sitting there by yourself. There's a group of chicks around. They're looking at you like, "What is this dude doing here?" Yeah, just, no, it's 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 and weird. Then it depends on the R and B joint too. It's 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 weird to say, but I think I think I did it no. before one yeah. time. If you want to see Kim by yourself, we need to have a talk. And look, but that's the thing though. I don't want to go to rap artist shit, so it's only R and B stuff. So I'm gonna look weird either way it goes. <laughs> um, hey, when you old man, it we just need to have. a But talk. you can also take the stance of where well, you go into a concert, ain't gonna be number chicks in there. You can find you can find something to do when you go. Right, right? that's the other stance yeah. you can take. But yeah, it's, but it's, it's different though. But I've been to concerts before where. I'm there and you got somebody with you and you just can't enjoy it because, you know, that person may be complaining or they trying oh, yeah. to, well, we they trying to put their phone up and record the concerts and enjoying yeah. the ambiance and stuff yeah, like that. Well, that's what happens when you take people somewhere and it's like they've never been there before. Yeah, I, I tell you this and it relates to another person I want to see in concert again. I think I think the most fun I had at a concert was uh, um, when I got my mom in to see uh, Bruno Mars, my mom and mm-hmm. her uh, and my aunt. Uh, and Pam to see Bruno Mars. That was the most yeah. fun because I got to see them just enjoy. Yeah, just enjoying. And Bruno yeah. Mars gives an amazing concert, right. which is why I'm also waiting for Silk Sonic. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Would that come? Yeah. Yeah. That album and that yeah. concert. Yes. Uh, I am waiting on that because yeah. uh, I'm an Anderson Pack fan. Um, you know, I went yeah. to J. Cole concert just because Anderson Pack was opening up for him. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think that the. Yeah, I'm, I'm in there and one of the only people standing up watching Anderson Pack and everybody else waiting on J. Cole. Yeah. But I'm like, this guy's amazing and y'all are missing out. Yeah. Uh, so I'm waiting on that Silk Sonic. So shout out to them. Uh, shout out to all the artists on, on BT. Uh, her had a good performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's starting to come out of her shell a little bit. Yeah. She's playing I saw her on down here one time. Um, man, I forgot what festival it was, but this was before she came out with her album. Mm-hmm. And she was live then. Okay. Oh. Uh, and she was like singing her ass off, and I was like, "Oh!" And they said I don't like some sweats, and so I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh!" I was like, "Hey, wait a okay. minute, yeah, hey. yeah, your 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 swag." <laughs> I'm looking at who I'm with, and I'm looking at her like, "Wait a minute, yeah, your swag." <laughs> I might have to make some some small adjustments. Your swag, your swag. But yeah, she on on BET Awards. She uh she came down from the ceiling playing the drums first, mm-hmm. and then she switched from the drums to the guitar. Mm-hmm. Came on a couple times, did guitar solos, uh, right. even when she wasn't singing. So uh, I'm underwhelmed by her last album, her official album that she put out. Her EPs were a lot better than me. This album was blah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rust. Because you know, like an artist's first album, they they taking time to put in work. Like they 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 they, they trying to get somewhere. So it's 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 really under a microscope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that second album, you like a time crunch. It seems like. Yeah. Like you you have somewhere that you have to be, and you got to hold on to fans, and you got to get something out. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I feel like a, a artist's second album is rushed. 
It's possible. And I the only reason I hesitate is because she she did a couple of interviews where she said she had wrote some of those songs years ago or whatever and she was just putting the content out. But I think what made it difficult for me, especially during uh during the pandemic, when people stopped releasing long albums, is they were releasing these EPs. And these mm. EPs were like six of their best songs, right? right? So you know when you listen to the EP, it's strong all the way it through. It should be, yeah. But now you give me a 19, 20 song album and, and now it's only six songs yeah, on there. And exactly, now I gotta go through yeah. the other thirteen. The other thirteen. So I think horrible. that's what made it difficult for me now listening to the whole you album. What I hate about albums, stop putting skits. I hate people who put skits in albums. I do not listen to an album because I want to listen to a skit. I actually hate intros now. I don't even like intros no more. Don't even yeah. do an intro. Just get to the music. I don't need an intro or outro. Yeah. Or skit. Yes, or take skit. Take all that shit out. Or skit. Uh, rappers take take skits out. It, it breaks yeah. up the flow of everything. Uh, take people talking over your track out. Yeah. Uh, I believe like Rick Ross did a couple of those where the song itself was good once you eventually got to it. Yeah, but it takes you like... A minute to get to it. But it takes you a minute to get to it. Or the end of it is you have somebody talking over. Like, take all that shit out. Um so yeah, I'm I'm I wanna go back to the EPs where just give me your six your six best. Well, except for like Cat Williams is like, if you raise your arm, <laughs> whatever, you are not pimping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh, just, that shit now it's like just have your own album. But yeah, man. it's like I'm just Just have your own album. I don't want to listen to people talk. No, I I don't. I don't. It's it's been some you're seeing now the skits are becoming, you know, when it was Cat Williams and such, you're looking for the hot thing. Now they're pulling on, like, the Instagram comedians on yeah. their skits, yeah. which. It was half of them not funny anyway. That's why they're only on Instagram. They not. I want to give a shout-out to two that, and it's more so that I'm impressed with the amount of content they put out. Uh, Desi Banks was one. Mm -hmm. uh, now that he has his stand-up career starting, he actually stopped, you know, he slowed down on putting out content on Instagram. Mm -hmm. The other one is Country Wayne. That's Country with yeah. a K. And um, I tell you what. When I saw his skits, I didn't like it. When I saw him in stand-up, yeah. he was hilarious. Okay. I'm okay. not a big skit person. Okay. You know, I mean, you know, when I was watching like in Living Color and, yeah. and you know, some of the days. But even those are hit and miss. But some right? of them, yeah. Even those miss. But when I was watching his skits, I wasn't really, really fond of them. Mm -hmm. But when I went and saw him in, in stand-up, when he was, he was hilarious. Okay. He, he was fucking funny. Excuse me. Okay. But I like, um, yeah, I like, I like Country Wayne skits. Uh, I like the one where you do Buddy, where he the old sugar daddy. <laughs> so he got Buddy, um. He has one where he's just him, and it's just hit him and his, his baby mothers and their relationship and all that stuff is, is real funny. But uh, that buddy is hilarious, though. I can, uh, I can only imagine why. <laughs> that buddy is I can only imagine why. That buddy is hilarious. We always find shit funny to hit us personally. That buddy is hilarious. <laughs> I'll say it one more time. <laughs> so check out Country Way on Instagram if you haven't. Check out those skits. Um, I used to watch, uh, there was a young lady, and I don't know what her uh, real name is. I, look, I think it's Catherine. Uh, they have the council. Where she had uh, all her different personalities talking to each other about guys, <laughs> which is funny, right? So it was it was brain, it was heart, uh, it was private parts. Uh, <laughs> and it was uh, she had like a flow, which was a period that came yeah. to fuck everything up. Uh, she had some really good skits. I think she slowed down on on putting some stuff out too. But it's it's some people who are look. I'm impressed with the amount of content. Like Country Wayne puts out like a skit every day, and it's uh -huh. like dude, I don't even know how you write and produce and do this yeah. every single day. Um, that's impressive. And exhausting, yeah. uh, so hopefully, hopefully it's you a guys, lot of work. It is a lot of work. Yeah, hopefully you guys, you know, career, you know, takes off and it does what it needs to do, man. But shout out to you guys who are yeah. who are making something out of nothing. And, and I do, you know, what the one thing I do with Instagram is I give a shout out and, and I respect people that's persistent. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and and I might not agree with it. You know, I might think you know, it's you know, we talk about you know IG models and whoever got fit by honey name or yeah. whoever's putting out these um, you know skits because they think they're funny, but to, yes. to us might not be funny. Yes, I, I do uh, appreciate and I do respect the hard work that goes behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, even these chicks that, that every picture on their page look like a model shot. 
Every a model single shoot. One. You know what I mean? Every, Every single, single one. one. Like it's it's nothing regular with them. With like in just some regular PJs or some or, or some regular sweats. Everything is is a, is, a, is a model shoot. Looking regular. Shout out to uh, Kima Russo. But I do her, her give body. I do give respect to the, to the fact that it's a lot of work. It goes behind these things. See, it's what you, do, a lot you put of, your mind to. You can travel and, and a lot of persistence. Hey, show me that one again. Let me see that one more again. I'll tell you that one. No, shoot me the page. I'll show you that one. Hey, just shoot me the page. It's uh, oh. it's we have access to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I'll hit it through the whiskey therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make that way. It's not just popping up on my timeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. but I, I do respect the hard work and uh, and the amount of persistence that, that goes into the, to these things and these and these productions when you're doing them on Instagram and Facebook and. You know, you're steadily taking the, all these pictures and stuff. And, yeah, and you I, guys are doing. It's a lot, lot of work. It's a lot you of work. You guys doing this ain't this ain't and the standard. You that. just take a selfie and like you y'all got yeah. camera crews yeah. and editors and, you and know, writers. You, you taking you know 500 pictures to find three. Yeah, you know I get it. I understand it, and, and, and that part I, I do respect because yeah. persistence. Without persistence, you're gonna get nowhere. It, it's 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 the grind for sure. That like I said, shout out to you guys on the other side though. It always makes me seem because you see people who are trying to get there. Yeah, and. It's almost like every time they come into a space, I think one of my, my friends was telling me about somebody at a pool party. Uh, oh, I think it was uh, Leslie was telling me about working a pool party. Mm-hmm. And there was a young lady in there, and she just didn't, like, it wasn't enjoying the pool party. She was taking selfies and videos, twerking the entire time that she was there. Yeah. And so on the other side, it's like, I just hope you guys are taking time to enjoy life and enjoy your surroundings at times, yeah. right? Because you are at a pool party. You know, seemingly having fun, but you're in your phone. You're not really enjoying your friends or the ambiance yeah, or the music. But they working for them. They it's work. Sure. So for them, it, it may not be fun time. For them, it may be work time. Well, that's fair. So that's fair. So, but yeah, but like you said, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, man, I I, under, I respect the hustle. I guess. Is yeah. What I'm saying I respect the hustle. I respect the work that goes behind it. Mm-hmm. Even if I talk shit about your page. Yeah. I, I still that doesn't mean I disregard the the aspect of how hard you work right. in order to try to put it together. Yeah, we just don't like shit you do. Yeah, I might not like the project at the yeah. end. You know, I might not like your makeup job at the end, but I respect oh, the fact that you tried. Oh, man. Look, look. We still got to talk know. about blending and content. <laughs> we, hey, we still doing this in 2021? You know what I'm saying is when, when, you're, when your neck is a different color than your face. <laughs> We're not doing this. It just ain't right. We're not doing this It's not right. Uh, like, and, and not that your makeup job is, is you, need, you need to find the right way. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You, need, you need to get some help because uh, it, should be, it shouldn't be three different colors. Uh, new male trend that I've seen now is wearing your shorts above your knees. So, I don't know. Apparently, I need to go shopping and get some get some more shorts out there. Some short doing, shorts. Yeah, get your shorts above your knees, man. Hey, man, I'm about to go back to wearing, like, Summer Champion 21. and stuff, dog. Because Summer 21. That's what it's like the only thing I can do that's not skinny leg, bro. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> you skinny okay. now. Shout out to Under Armour. Okay. You know I love wearing Under Armour. Yes. Where I, got, I got a closet full of fucking Under Armour. Mm-hmm. T-shirts, shorts. You know, you know, running pants, whatever you want to call them, mm, athleisure. But, yeah, but you can't find nothing that's not skinny leg now. No, no. You know, and, and mm-hmm. Project Rock Collection. Yeah, you know, I got all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But how are you six three, you know, two sixty, and then everything that you make is still fucking skinny leg for little dudes. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like you're not a skinny gains. dude. Gotta show the gains. Like off, I know you're trying to make money because you're trying to sell to the mass, and most yeah. of the mass is, is not your size. Nah, your Instagram thought. But I can't find no shit. That my calves will fit in. <laughs> you know, there's nothing that's not, you know, as soon as I sit down, it feel like my thighs can't breathe in the shit. So I'm going to have to reserve. I'm going to have to go back to wearing, like, champion hey, bro, and, like, starter and shit. You go old, old school. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to start wearing, like, old, old school shit where I can yeah. still, where they still make, like, cargo sweatpants so and stuff. And, 
where I don't feel like some little girl, like 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 I'm walking around wearing Lulus every day. Uh, yeah, man, this dude, this dude, uh, he his shirt was longer than his shorts on Sunday, and I was like, yo, this 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 is well, okay. I mean, this look, is where we are now. I've never been. You'll never accuse me of being fashion forward. So, yeah. uh, pardon my ignorance. I could just be behind fashions. It is what it is. But I can't think of a time ever where my shirt would be longer than my shorts. No. I just I can't think of that ever. Yeah, ever I, I don't even wear life. all the same stuff no more. Like yeah. I wear like Under Armour and Adidas now. Like I don't care no more. <laughs> like, I don't care no more. Used to, you know, it'd all be the same. You want thing. the master whole fit? Now, no, now, oh, now I don't care anymore. It's no. just whatever. No, I'm I'm peak old man. I wear I wear socks and slides when I go yeah. uh, go pick up my son. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm peak I'm, old I'm good man now. now. I've made that transition now. Why well, I don't give a shit. Uh, so yeah, you can catch me in, yeah. in whatever. Well, at, you know uh, me. Target. I have on my shorts and my cowboy boots. I don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah she will. <laughs> I'm about to go pick up some new five fingers for the rest yeah. of the summer. Yo, I can't. The way my toes is, I can't. Uh-huh. Well, that's because you got them skinny ass feet. I can't. But my feet also skinny. do this. Yeah, you got some weird ass. Yeah, weird ass yeah, feet. My feet are Talking skinny about my toes. And my, and my toes you got do weird this. Ass things. Yeah, yeah, my toes do you this. Got them Jaja Binks feet. Each reason wants to Jaja Binks. Hey, look, man, helps me going in the direction I want to go, man. So I can't do the five fingers. Everywhere at the that same shit time. hurts. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, but fuck it. I may I may wear my feet out before I summer's might, over. I might stop on the way home. Shit. I will I may wear my toes out mm. sometime this summer. Fuck mm. it. It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's where we going. That's where we going. That's where we going. And I ain't going to your and I ain't going to your uh, uh your manicures before I go. Uh, I'm just wearing I can't them out. Wait. I can't wait. I'm wearing I'm them out. Right to laugh I'm wearing them out. Just wear my toes out, man. Uh. Don't nobody seem to give a shit no more. Fuck it. We yeah. all doing everything. Yeah, if they can wear fuzzy slippers, shit. I said, if you got guys out here wearing t-shirt dresses, uh, you know, do what you do. Uh, wearing onesies. Yo, yo, we have a friend that got, got catfish too. That's when, oh girl, oh girl, should have wearing the Tommy Hilfiger uh, t-shirt dress and some all white K Swiss, bro. The all white K Swiss. She had on black socks though that came up to her calf. <laughs> I said, I don't know where the fuck. I don't know what in your dream made you get up and think that you was gonna go outside looking. Not like even that. You're going on a date looking like yo. that. Yo, very hilarious. So shout out to shout out to those young ladies. It didn't work out on the date, but they were hilarious. <laughs> shout hey. out to Queen and her whistle. Hey. It keeps life interesting. Yeah. Shout out to Queen and her whistle. <laughs> it could have been worse. Keeps keeps the world going around, baby. That's it, man. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, bro? No, man, I'm good, man. It's it's you know what? This week has been it's been a long week just cause I needed this because, like, man, my body is just not reacting like it used to. Like, you know, I've been trying to, like, work out and stuff, and I'm just fucking hurting right now, and I don't know yeah. what it is. And it's not, yeah. like, regular soreness. It's just, like, everything, shit just hurting. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, sometimes you reach like that, like, is this worth it? Really <laughs> Are you this? there now? You there now? And I'm starting to think, like, man, can I just be a strong, fat dude? <laughs> yeah, you yo, E. Honda. Shout yeah. out to E. Honda on yeah. Street Fighter. <laughs> can, I just be a, can I just be a strong, fat dude, I bro? look at that body type all the time, man. I look at it all the time. I did a kettlebell workout the other day. It's still kicking my ass. I think I did it two days ago. Man, I, I hurt in places, man. And, and I hurt in places I shouldn't hurt. Like, it wasn't any places I worked out with the kettlebells. Uh, my Achilles is tight every time I get up in the morning. Now I gotta walk to yeah. stretch it out. I woke up the other day, my ankle was hurting like I twisted it, and I don't even know when. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, did I have a bad dream? Yeah. What the fuck? No, no, my ankle. I think I tore some ligaments. My ankle was still messed up from my uh, LA trip that I took two, three mm. weeks ago. Um, yeah, so I, I feel you on that. Uh, I'm in it though. You know, I told you I'm, I'm probably Man, gonna take a year you know, to train. You know what I did watch? I watched this little story about Van Dam. Okay. And uh, like his people and the like circle. his movie or show about him or so the actual it was, story. It was, it was talking actually about him and his life and okay. uh, just some of the, and it was just something random like popped up on Facebook or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just watching the story and I'm talking about it. And one of the things that was interesting that uh, was so his people 
tried to create a video game, mm-hmm. which ended up being Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't take. They didn't take. Really? So the companies they didn't want the the game that they proposed to him. Yeah. And his character was supposed to be Johnny Cage. Oh. In a video game. So later down the years, they re- the company that they proposed it to redeveloped it and ended uh, up with Mortal Kombat. Assholes. Yeah, and and assholes. his character turned into Johnny Cage when that when that that was supposed to be. Man, it was it was it was pretty That's interesting, man. Nuts. And of course, it talked about his drug habits and like I've been seeing that. I think it's on Netflix mm. or Prime. This like a uh, movie with Van Damme about his life. Yes, that's the one I, I thought you were watching. And I hadn't watched that okay. yet. But now I want to go back and watch it yeah. since I saw this like little fifteen minute mm-hmm. clip about them talking about it mm-hmm. and stuff. So uh, and it was talking about his daughter and how she didn't want to do martial arts and he made her do martial arts and all this other yeah. stuff. But now I want to go back and watch it because okay. that little fifteen minute clip actually got me interested and in, okay and sitting back and actually like oh man this that's is a good clip man it's crazy how this shit works out just like but. Long time ago, I watched a little video when, when remember when Hulk Hogan had the uh, had his show. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, his so, son was on there. The dog yeah, the his PM. people had brought the foreman grill to him, and he said no. Yeah, and he ended up with some kind of blender that didn't work out. Yeah, and then the foreman grill took off. Yeah, foreman grill took off. So it's like stuff like that that, that I see something on like Netflix or Prime now that I don't want to mm-hmm. watch. Yeah, and then I catch a glimpse of this little seven minute or fifteen minute little story, and then mm-hmm. now it's like, oh man, now I need to go watch this because I need to. I want I want to get the rest of it, like kind of behind the scenes yeah, and figure out what happened. Background story, but that yeah. that was pretty interesting though. Okay, that's dope. Now that reminds me of the story where, where Mike Tyson said he didn't know. Um, so Street Fighter had the character Balrog that was Mike Tyson, basically mm-hmm. right. He had the fucked up hairline and he was yeah. a boxer with gloves on. Mike Tyson had no clue. Yeah, they put that in. like he had never seen the the video game or anything. I said, dude, they've been making money off of your likeness for decades, decades. and you yeah. didn't even fucking know. No clue. Like they, it was it was to a T. Mike Tyson. I mean, he had the gap in the teeth and everything. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, that's Mike. And like, how did your people not know? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, y'all dropped the ball big time on mm-hmm. that shit. So yeah, stories like that. Uh, look, man, we 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 in the fringes now. We in the. Yeah, yeah, we maneuvering around but Netflix like and Prime. When, you, when you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, like we was talking about earlier, about decisions that's made outside of you, yeah, or things that happen around you that you're not paying attention to, or that you're not thinking about, mm-hmm. but actually in the long run affects your life. Because imagine if you had caught that, if he had caught that early, yeah, you know, or, or imagine if Hulk Hogan had had took the grill instead of the blender, yeah, you know, or if it's just it's just all these little things that. We think about just our decisions alone sometimes, and we're not thinking about the stuff outside of us that's still close to us or still has something to do with us. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, man. It's, it's just interesting. I find a lot of this, this stuff interesting now, especially since we have more time with, with COVID being at home and watching stuff and just learning and looking stuff up and reading and just all this other, you know, extra stuff that normally we wouldn't have time for. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right, man. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it there. Whiskey Therapy Podcast one time. Thank you guys for, for joining us on this journey again. Shout out to all the new listeners. Shout out to yeah. all the old listeners, um, you know, for paying attention to us. I see our views are going up on YouTube, too, so keep that going. Uh, catch us anywhere you, you listen to your podcast, whether yeah. it's Apple, Spotify. Watch uh, us on YouTube, YouTube. Anchor, you know. Yeah, if, cool, if you man. don't remember nothing else, people, man, pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Pay attention life. to what's going on. Understand that everything ain't about you, too. That's the yeah. other thing, too. Everything ain't about you. Everybody's going through some shit. You know, when shit happens to you, you deal with it a certain way. Shit could be happening to them, right? Yeah, so if yeah. they don't return Old that school. phone call. Keep your or, eye on the prize. Yeah, they don't return that phone call <laughs> or they cut you off in traffic or whatever it is. It could be something else going on. Yeah, right? they could now, be having a horrible day. Yeah, they don't give them an excuse to step out of bounds, right? You still got to give them that act right sometime. But just, yeah. <laughs> you know, have a little more grace in <laughs> the right. world during these times. You know, it is what it is, bro. 
Um, so we out. Whiskey Therapy. Catch us next time, man. You enjoy. Yeah. We got 4th of July weekend coming up. Coming up, baby. Uh, enjoy your weekends Let's on 4th of July weekend, man. Uh, get outside. Do something active. Uh, you know, not the not the standard stuff that you do. Try to do something outside your scope. Go yeah, bike, yeah, ride, yeah. go hiking, go do something different. Yeah, enjoy your life. That's it, man. Whiskey Therapy, baby. We, we out. out.